everyone, my name is Carrie Witcher, and you too can be a Marketplace Multiplier because Marketplace Multipliers equip all Christians to influence their workplace and integrate their faith by making disciples and unleashing the kingdom of God wherever they are. Welcome to episode 12 of the Marketplace Multipliers podcast, where we feature men and women who are intentional in integrating their faith and influencing for Christ at work. We believe God is at work at work. My name is Jeff Clark, and I serve as the Associate Head Basketball Coach at Indiana Wesleyan. In this episode, you're going to hear more details about the Marketplace Multipliers launch event coming up on April 17th. This event, which will be kicked off by John Maxwell and Kevin Myers, is open to anyone with interest in the MM movement. Listeners can go to MarketplaceMultipliers.com to sign up or find out more. We'll put the link in the show notes. In the second interview today, you'll hear from two MMs who are intimately involved in the planning of the launch. Sharon Ferber works as the Vice President of Learning and Organizational Development at First Commonwealth Federal Credit Union and is an assistant pastor at Faith Wesleyan in Orfield, Pennsylvania. Earl McJet works in IT at a federal banking regulatory agency in Washington, D.C. and serves as the Vice Chair at LifePoint Church in Waldorf, Maryland. But first, here's General Superintendent Wayne Schmidt sharing his excitement for the launch event and the future of the MM movement. joined again by General Superintendent Wayne Schmidt, and we are just a couple of weeks out from the launch event. How are you feeling? Oh, I can't wait. Uh, Boy, the stories that are going to be shared, um, the people we're going to meet, next steps, and and who's joining us. Wow, what a great group of people who are already registered for this uh, time together. Yeah, if you could go anywhere in the world and pick, what person would you want to speak at the launch event of the Marketplace Multipliers uh, platform, John Maxwell would be right near the top, the top of the list. How in the world did he get involved and, and what's the connection here? Well, he'll be interviewed by Kevin Myers, pastor of 12 Stone Church, and Kevin has been mentored by John for years. And it's true. I mean, John is known all over the world as the best-selling author and speaker. Uh, but the real reason behind asking him and this came up in a, in a setting I was with with John and Kevin a number of years ago. And John was talking about where he'd been and some of the latest writing he had done. And it was very, uh, very interesting, very entertaining that he can tell a story in a wonderful way. And then he came from a whole nother place of deep passion and talking about how he was having opportunities for disciple making in in the marketplace and the numbers of people coming to Christ and how when he added value, he could talk to him about almost anything and who God was giving him an audience with. And Jeff, it went from uh, that excitement about just travel and opportunity to you could tell this was at the core of who he was. And we're going to pick up on that in the interview. That's uh, part of this uh, meeting uh, on April 17th. So. Yeah, he's one of many that just have a growing passion for people who are integrating their faith and influencing for Christ at work. The whole point of Marketplace Multiplier Movement. And we're going to hear from two of them today, two who do that so well, Sharon Ferber and Earl McJet. And you know both of them very well. I sure do. You, I, I don't think you could meet two more positive people, Jeff. I mean, the only thing I wish is people could see their smiles, both of them, just uh, the brightness of their faces. But here's what's key. Um, this is not just sunny side of life, positive thinking towards this. Stuff. This uh, 
positive outlook on life comes from a very deep faith. And the sense that they're being included in something God is doing. Uh, So we're going to sense their enthusiasm for marketplace multipliers and that positive spirit which they bring. But I want to be sure we recognize that in very different contexts, one in a huge federal government setting in D.C. and and the other uh, in a business setting, even a, a, a smaller business, both of them in those different contexts integrate their faith with their work and certainly leverage their influence. It has to excite you as general superintendent as you look across the church to think about more people finding this new level of joy as they go to work when they really pursue this concept. Wow. And and Jeff, it's happening in all kinds of contexts, uh, you know, and that's really fun. And then it's happening with all ages. I mean, happening at the university, uh, Southern Wesleyan and other places, you know, you're involved in disciple making at the university. And, and then it's around the world. And so to have greetings from India and greetings from uh, Bogota, Colombia, etc. It's just energizing, but we have to admit, too, uh, our amazing volunteers have certainly gone above and beyond to make this happen. And it's, it's for marketplace multipliers, but it's by marketplace multipliers. And that's something I really love about it. And we're going to hear from, from these two now, talking a little bit about their journey, but, but also hearing more about the, the launch event coming up on April 17th. We're joined now by Sharon Ferber and Earl McJet. And Earl, I want to start with you. Both of you go all the way back to the beginning of Marketplace Multipliers and just want to give you a chance to share a little bit about who you are, how you became involved, and what you've seen over your time with MM. Wow. Thanks so much, Jeff. I'm <laughs> really glad to be here with you. Um, wow, what a journey we've been on. It's been a wonderful, wonderful journey where we've um, been able to share with one another about our experiences um, prior to getting together um, in sharing the gospel with uh, those people that we work with and uh, those people that are in our lives. And really, it's so important for us to consider that when we go to church, uh, that the building itself is not the church, that those in attendance at church are the church. And therefore, when the service is over and the people leave the building and go into their cars, uh, the church literally leaves that building and is no longer there. So the whole idea that uh, the church is out in the community and in our workplaces uh, during the week is just such an important concept. Uh, And I'd like to live that way. And um, I've I'm excited to share with people uh, that that is what they're, that's what's happening. That when, when they go into their workplace, that they're bringing the church with them and they're bringing the Lord with them. And it's important to interact with the people that are there in the way that Jesus would want us to interact with them uh, so that others can get to know him. Earl, it's, it's, countercultural to hear you say that because you serve as a vice chair of a church. So you're charged to be paying attention to the finances and the numbers inside the church. So as you've been in that role and as you've lived this, how have you grown in your own personal faith as you've been more intentional of not just being inside the walls of the church, but carrying it forward 
into the workplace and the other relationships. That yeah, that's so powerful, you know, that, that concept that we're, when we're at the church and we serve in various roles in the church, that there are various things that we have to do um, from running the, the finances to ensuring that the um, utilities are all paid and ensuring that salaries are done and all the things that we do um, in running a church, right? Um, but we always have to remember that what we're doing when we're at the church and doing all of those things is we are helping to equip the saints to carry out the Great Commission. Uh, so one of the things that I've always loved about our church is that our pastor, um, Michael Rogowski, he came up with a concept that I understand that other churches, including yours, was already implementing as well. And that is the idea of having a commissioning service where he preaches about the Great Commission to the congregation and then uh, allows people to answer the call to go out and do what the Lord already called us to do. And then having a ceremony where the ministry leaders of the church lay hands on the congregants that have stepped up and volunteered uh, and send them out into the, into the marketplace. Yeah, that was a powerful thing for me. That was talked about in episode four. If listeners want to go back with my pastor, Steve Deneff, uh, and just so meaningful to be sent in that way. And, and Sharon, I, I know that's the way you live as well, seeing you on the front lines of the MM movement. So how are you processing all this over the past couple of years since you've been involved? Oh my goodness, Jeff. It's I want to build on what, what Earl had said. The church has left the building. And that, again, <laughs> Jesus is about bringing our whole selves, right? Our whole selves, not here's my faith, here's my workplace. No, it's bringing our whole selves to every part of our life, every minute, every second, day in, day out, 100%. So it has been so such a blessing and, and humbled to be part of Marketplace Multipliers. And you've really been the one driving the ship for the launch event that's coming up soon. So why don't you share a little bit about what's coming up? You do not have to ask me twice, Jeff. <laughs> Absolutely. So a specific date, Saturday, April 17th, 11 a.m. to noon, Eastern Standard Time, online, virtual, and you can register through our website, but you will hear, first off, there's a really big surprise of someone very well known that's going to open for our kickoff, for our live event. I'll leave you hanging. Maybe that'll get you interested in signing on. And then we're going to hear real stories from other marketplace multipliers, diverse backgrounds, an update on where we're going, our vision, our next steps. And then, of course, close in prayer and a call to action for each and every one of us of something we want to do more of after attending this event to be that bright light for Jesus. The excitement is obvious in your voice, Sharon. And I want to hear a little bit more about that because this is something that's been growing over months and years to now be at this point of launching. Just talk about uh, your excitement about what's ahead and what the potential of what God may do is. Oh my goodness. <laughs> God, well, first off, God is driving. 
God is driving. He's been driving. And every, every day, every minute, every meeting that the strategy team has had, it begins and ends with God in the driver's seat. And it has been beautiful. It's all about his timing. And that's why it really feels beautiful. And then an outcome of it is reaching everyone, right? God can do anything. God can do absolutely anything. So we are just being that vessel, another tool, bringing this event and praying everyone that needs to hear it will hear it. And then we will just blow the doors off and, and absolutely reach so many more people for Jesus Christ and help people to truly influence and integrate their faith in their workplace. Because again, it's about one life, one life. And Earl, I want to get to you in a second about where to sign up and the website itself. But, but first, Sharon, let's say there's somebody listening. Maybe it's a pastor, maybe it's an individual person, and they're just hearing about this for the first time. And they're excited, but they don't know if they should tune in. They don't know if they're allowed to tune in. So can you talk first about who should be coming? And then second, what are your hopes for what people who are hearing about this for the first time that day will walk away with? So really anyone, anyone that has a desire to further integrate their faith in all aspects of their life, wherever they are. So it can be pastors, it can be people that have already um, established a chapter where they're working on things together. It can be an individual, this is the first time and I'm just wondering and I'm having a question mark. And if you have a question mark, that means God's probably nudging at your heart that you should sign on and attend. And really we want to have people Get familiar with the topic of marketplace multipliers. What does that mean? And then be confident. Confident that they are loved and to love everyone that they interact with. And how can we best do that? By just showing the love of Jesus Christ and then having the wisdom through God, and through hopefully the stories they hear on the live event on how best to do that, right? We want to be that sprinkling can, all of us. We don't want to be that fire hose of pushing people. God is patient. It's on God's timing. It's not on our timing, but God's patient. And we just want to help. We want to be that tool helping others to truly integrate their faith. So as I'm understanding it, this could be anybody, maybe people who aren't even affiliated with the church. Uh, Anybody would be allowed to come and participate and hear more. So Earl, can you talk a little bit about what that person should do if they're hearing this and they really desire and they're curious and they want to hear more? What are the next steps? Absolutely. The the first thing they should do is go to www.marketplacemultipliers.com. Uh, We've been really, really blessed to work with an amazing team that put together this website, which has a lot of of resources and um, information related to the Marketplace Multipliers movement. 
But at the very top, there's a link called events. If they click that, they'll be able to register for this free event. The website is really getting a lot of traction in terms of both equipping, uh, drawing people to events, giving information. Uh, who else should go to the website and what else might they find there? Really, the website is available to everyone and it's actually available worldwide. In fact, we added a widget at the very bottom of the website uh, that does automatic translations of the content on the website because this is not just a um, this is not just a resource for the North American church. This is a resource for the entire world. Uh, and we're always we're all very excited about the engagement that we've had from leaders in the Asia Pacific region of the world and also Ibero-America region of the world. Um, so there's a lot of interest in um, the marketplace multipliers movement and it has gone global. Sharon, I wanna give you the final word. Uh, for those who are hearing and they wanna pray alongside of, of this event and, and what God's doing through the marketplace multiplier movement, what's your biggest hope and prayer as you anticipate the launch event? My biggest hope and prayer is that people attending truly, truly leave with the feeling of God's love, confidence, calmness to truly start or further integrating their faith wherever they are. Whoever they are, it doesn't matter. Even if someone is a new Christian, a seasoned Christian, questioning about Christianity, whatever their need is, that it's at least, it, we're planting a seed. We're planting a seed and then look out and we're going to pray and watch God, how it just continues to grow and grow and grow all in his time. And that's part of the excitement is this is for people all across the board, those who have never met Christ, to those who have been in the church since they were born and are already retired. There's really new levels of integrating our faith and influence other for Christ that we can go to wherever we're at. So we're excited for whoever wants to join in. Thanks both for coming in. And again, listeners, you can go to www.marketplacemultipliers.com and then to events to sign up and find out more about the information. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Marketplace Multipliers podcast. For more information, go to www.marketplacemultipliers.com. Please like and subscribe to this podcast and share with others who may benefit. And remember, you too can integrate your faith and influence your workplace for Christ.